Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Eric Fisher, host of Beyond the To-Do List. This is a bonus episode, a shortcast. Shortcasts are something that I've partnered with Blinkist on for a year now. A shortcast is a 10 to 15 minute version of a podcast where you get the core takeaways. And this episode is all about the power of habits and how to create them. And it's created from my episode with James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. I know you're going to love it. And if you're interested, you can listen to all the rest of the shortcasts of Beyond the To-Do List for free by going to Blinkist.com slash friends and entering the code BEYOND to get 14 days of Blinkist for free. Again, that's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash friends. And don't forget to use the code BEYOND to get 14 days of Blinkist for free. All right. Enjoy this shortcast on habits. Hello, I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and welcome to the shortcast of Beyond the To-Do List. In this productivity-boosting shortcast, I talk to authors and experts who share their unique insights into how to work better, smarter, and quicker, giving you more time to live a meaningful life. In terms of a real productivity impact, this episode is a must listen. It's all about the process of adopting new habits incrementally and how that leads to fundamental change for your life. We all slip into certain patterns as part of our daily routine, knowingly or not. For example, for myself, I would tend to scroll social media accounts on my phone in the margins of my day, justifying it because I work in social media. When it comes to these habits, the little things really do mean a lot. Life is really the sum of your habits. Your daily routine is just the sum of those small patterns and behaviors that kind of accumulate. And then you turn around, you know, two or five or 10 years later and you're like, oh, you know, look at these results that I do or don't have. Um, But it's often the result of uh, those daily choices. Author James Clear thinks adopting better habits can lead to truly life changing outcomes. In his New York Times bestseller, Atomic Habits, he suggests that small changes over time can compound into larger transformations. The improvements James outlines in his book are as basic as getting 1% better every day. Maybe it's doing two push-ups a day or putting on your gym shoes every morning. James uses the word atomic to describe this framework, and much like an atom, this small thing has a power beyond itself. You're looking to make all these little easy 1% changes, but you're also looking to layer them on top of each other, like units in a larger system. Then you can end up with really powerful or remarkable results in the long run. Coming up in our conversation, we'll hear more from James about how we all need to master the art of showing up, the power of the two-minute rule, and why habits form the cornerstone of our identities. He started off by telling us why the act of building habits is so integral to our daily life. As you go through life, you face a variety of problems. And some of those problems are are large, but some of them are small. Like, you know, you put your shoe on and your shoe is untied. 
And in a sense, that's a problem that your brain needs to solve. And you're doing this all day long. You're coming across different situations that require a solution. Now, the first time that you tie your shoe, it requires a lot of thought and energy. You don't know exactly how to do it. You need to think carefully about the loops and where, how, you, how to tie it and so on. Is it secure? But after you tie your shoe 500 or 1,000 or 10,000 times, you turn around and you can do it without even thinking, right? Like you, you can think about your to-do list for the morning while you're tying your shoes or hold a conversation with your spouse or, you know, whatever. And that is really the purpose of building habits is that it enables the brain to automate a solution to a recurring problem, one that you face repeatedly and in a similar context. And whenever that context arises, whenever that problem comes up, it's like your brain has this mental shortcut where it can just like pull it out and use it and solve that problem. And you can keep your conscious attention focused on something else. And that's really the the role that habits play is they allow us to do more in the same amount of time. They allow us to um, free up our attention and cognitive energy to focus on other problems in life because we've automated the solution to the ones that happen again and again. One of the best ways to kickstart transformation is the two-minute rule, a simple goal with the aim to make habits as easy as possible, not just to start, but to sustain. Anyone can meditate for one minute read one page, or put one item of clothing away. James explains why two minutes is all you need. I really like the two-minute rule as a good place to start for building better habits. And the, the idea is pretty simple. You just take whatever habit you're trying to build, read 30 books a year, uh, and you scale it down to just the first two minutes. So read 30 books a year becomes read one page. Or do yoga four days a week becomes take out my yoga mat. And people have heard things kind of like this before, you know, you, you, they've heard like take baby steps or take small steps or start small. But even when you know that you should start small, it's still really easy to start too big. And so someone might say like, all right, I know I want to get in the habit of running, but I should start small. So I'm only going to run for 15 minutes. But even that's like way bigger than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an action that can be scaled down and completed in just the first two minutes. So like, put on your running shoes and step out the front door. And if you do anything else, if you go for a run at all, it's just a bonus. Now, sometimes people resist that because it sounds like this mental trick. It's like, well, I, you know, I know the real thing isn't for me to just put my running shoes on. I know the real habit is for me to go for a run. Like that's putting my running shoes on. Isn't going to get me in shape. But what people often fail to realize is that a habit must be established before it can be improved. If you don't master the art of showing up, then there's nothing to optimize. There's nothing to improve from there. So one of my favorite examples of this, I had a reader who he ended up losing over a hundred pounds. And one of the first things that he did was he went to the gym, but he wasn't allowed to stay for longer than five minutes. So he would drive to the gym, get out of the car, do like half an exercise, get back in the car, drive home. And it sounds silly to most people. It's the complete opposite of what you're going to be doing if you're trying to get in shape. But what you realize is he was mastering the art of showing up. He was becoming the type of person who went to the gym every day. And once he did that for like five or six weeks, he turned around and he was like, man, I'm coming here all the time. Kind of feel like staying a little bit longer. And you only have that option if you make it as easy as possible on yourself in the beginning. With any habit, there are all these logistical details, you know, like, okay, you want to go to the gym each day. Well, what gym will you go to? What route will you take? Are you going to go before work or after work? Will you go by yourself or will you join a friend there? Are you, um, do you have to bring your own water bottle or is there a water fountain at the gym? And 
all that stuff sounds like little details, but in the beginning, if you're like trying hard and trying to build a habit and it's difficult and you pick a habit that's like really big and complicated, little things like, oh, this gym doesn't have a water fountain and I always forget to bring my water bottle. That's enough to get people to quit early on. And so if you make it really easy, two minutes or less, master the art of showing up, get the habit established, then you can be there each day and actually have the chance to improve and upgrade from there. And if you're wondering about the significance of these small habits, James says that adopting them can, in time, help you reshape your own self-identity. To change your behavior for good, James says we need to start believing new things about ourselves and to build identity-based habits. Where do we start with habits? How do we, how do we know where to focus our attention? And that is uh, the phrase identity-based habits. And so usually when people go about the process of trying to change something or achieve something new, they start with what I would call like an outcome-based habit. Uh, and this is a very like goal-oriented approach. You know, like I want to lose 30 pounds in the next six months, or I want to double my income, or I want to meditate for 15 minutes a day or something like that. It's very outcome-driven. And uh, there's nothing wrong with getting results and outcomes, but a lot of the time what happens is people, they think about the outcome they want, then they come up with a plan for how to achieve that. But they never think about like the beliefs that are underlying all of their behavior that led to their past behavior. They never think about their identity or self-image. And I think that that's actually a core driver of a lot of our behavior. And if you don't shift that in a productive way, it ends up becoming really hard uh, to stick to a program in the long run or just to uh, build those habits over the time. The good news is you can actually change and upgrade and expand your identity. And I think your habits are one of the best methods that we have for doing that. Your habits are, in a sense, kind of how like you embody a particular identity. Every morning that you make your bed, you embody the identity of someone who is clean and organized. Or each time that you sit down and write for 10 minutes, you embody the identity of someone who is a writer. Or whenever you go to the gym, you embody the identity of a fit person. And it's kind of like every action you take is a vote for the kind of person that you believe that you are. And it's not that habits are the only thing that influence your identity. Like all experiences in life matter. But because habits are repeated day in and day out, they start to cast the majority of the votes. They like accumulate the bulk of the evidence. You know, we often talk about habits as a method for getting external results like habits can help you be more productive or lose weight or make more money and like all those things are true and that's great but the thing that habits really do deeply do is they reshape your sense of identity your sense of self they accumulate these votes that say hey this is the kind of person i am now and i think that that's the the real reason that habits are so crucial and um one of the reasons why i wrote the book and felt like it was important to share the message James' book is probably one of the five go-to productivity book suggestions I make to people. And after this conversation, it's probably pretty clear why. One core idea that I often revisit from James' book is that good habit formation is integral to our sense of self. The act of forming strong habits allows us to both challenge ourselves and our underlying assumptions about who we truly are. And the great thing about Atomic Habits is this process can start with very simple steps. I'm Eric Fisher, and thanks for listening to this shortcast of Beyond the To-Do List.